Hey y'all, welcome to B-Sides and Deep Dives, a podcast that celebrates music off the beaten path. Back in the vinyl days, all the radio hits were on the front side of the record, but the treasures, the real good songs were on the other side, the B-Side. And in our modern music landscape, there is nothing better than finding an old school song or an artist long forgotten about on a deep dive. My name is Lisa, and I am a recovering Columbia House member with multiple musical personalities to the point that I must have a new playlist for every mood. And I'm Taya, a recovering mixtape maker and musical overthinker. Thanks again for tuning in to B-Sides and Deep Dives. We hope you like what you hear and that we bring a little bit of joy into your day. And if you do like what you hear, connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and follow us on Spotify the exclusive home for B-Sides and Deep Dives playlists. So, you guys, it's been quite the turn of events. And we wanted to do a playlist, um, share with you a playlist, really, that had already been we already started just kind of highlighting and discussing the times that we're in. This is a playlist that we believe shares songs with you that are not necessarily 100% protest songs, but songs of encouragement and songs of expression about what's really going on. Taya? Yeah, uh, as we record this podcast, We're entering the summer season, Um, but even though the sun's out, um, in the words of one of our great poets, it's winter in America. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're navigating a public health crisis um, and the economic and social crisis that have accompanied it. Um, And then we add on top um, a familiar and really insidious foe of institutional and structural racism Um, as horrifically displayed in the on-camera murder of George Floyd. So we're sheltered in place, under curfew, without leadership, we're seething. It's like nesting dolls of tragedy um, as 2020 really continues this sort of relentless assault on our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. Um, So as music people, we look to the artists, the musicians, the poets, the MCs, and the troubadours Um, to paint the colors of our pain and our bewilderment, to express our anger and our despondency, um, and to hold our collective hands and give us the hope um, that we need when there doesn't seem to be any. Yeah, that was so eloquently put. And I wish that it were only because of the on-camera murder of George Floyd, but we know that this is the straw that is breaking the camel's back. We know that this event has been building, this volcano has erupted. We know that just based on the songs that we've selected, many of which are older than us, you know, and the songs we could have selected, you know, our music has spoken of times like this for generations. You know, the the struggle of soul music is a history of struggle music, whether it goes back to the blues whether it goes back to 
the 40s and 50s, you know, it wasn't all lollipops and teeny boppers and bobby socks. There were songs in the 50s and 60s of struggle. I'm thinking of Joan Armatrade and some other artists that we just, this list could go on. Um, the songs we've selected though, we love because many of them are B-sides. Um, for example, in your um, eloquently stated description, you quote Gil Scott Heron, and the truth is we could have just gave you all his stuff. You know, he has some right. songs. <laughs> we could have just said, y'all go get them all, just put it on replay because what resonated for me was, I think I was, I had a moment where I was just listening to him all day on replay. And I think I reached out to you like, we got to go ahead and, and put this playlist up for everyone because music, we go to music to get in our feelings and to get out of our feelings. Um, That's right. And what I love about this playlist is we're going to give you some more off the beaten path ones. It'd be too easy to give you James Brown, I'm Black and I'm Proud. It'd be too easy to give you Public Enemy, Fight the Power. We wanted to give you a vibe of something you could play when you're just sitting somewhere asking yourself the same question we've been asking ourselves. And what I love about the songs we selected is they are um, unique, they are calm and confident, and they still speak to the protest vibe of uh, I'm Black and I'm Proud or a Fight the Power. We even have the original, you know, we have the Isleys on this. So I'm pleased about the diversity of the songs we selected. love this list. I love all our lists, of course, but this one certainly has a special place in my heart. We've got a little over two hours of music here. And here are some of the standouts that we want to share. Um, I'm going to go in a direction that is unexpected. And in Rochelle Farrell's um, debut album, which is a classic for so many classic, reasons, it's when we first meet her. It's heavily produced. All the music really is... Um, it highlights her voice, but it's just all layered. And then she has this song called Peace on Earth. And you think it's, um, she has two songs on there. The one about her dad, which is just sad, called Too Late. And then this song called Peace on Earth. I'm going to tell you now that I had her album forever and never played that song because I thought it was a Christmas song. And I'm a little bit of a Scrooge. Conversation for another day, number another time. <laughs> but the hook on peace on earth is how can we heal the wounds of the world if we cannot in heal our own? And when does the peace on earth begin if not in the home? And I just, I would find myself humming and singing this pre periodically and I was just really taken with the lyrics. Um, Michelle Farrell's voice is a national treasure, but her ability to deliver that song with a careful, you know, in this album, this is her debut album. So, you know, this ain't the time you be trying to make political statements in your music. You trying to get to your next album. But the time and energy that she spends in Peace on Earth, I wonder how many people played that song thinking it was a Christmas song, A, B. And I wonder how much, you know, it's borderline religious. So I'm about to take a left turn really fast before I go to my next few songs and say this. This playlist was kind of something that was cooking on our back burner that we really didn't cultivate. There's two playlists that I feel 
developing the more we deep dive. This one and one where mainstream artists sneak a song that is spiritual or godlike on their projects. Brian McKnight is famous for it. Every Brian McKnight Absolutely. album has a, a church song on it. And there's a couple songs on some of our other playlists that really, when you listen to the words, they're talking about the Lord. This song by her is church, um, but it's still a protesty um, song in that she's speaking directly to how do we take care of other people when we don't take care of our own. And I just feel like it's got a strange fruit vibe in it. And when I say strange fruit, I am paying homage to the one and only, the song that needs no introduction or description. I'm gonna now take it over to the brighter side of the street really fast, cause I feel myself getting serious. And I wanna talk a little bit about someone who's gonna surprise you on this album and on this playlist, and that's Faith Evans. Right. Um, that song hold my peace and let the lord fight my battle keep the faith is the name of the song it's the title track of her album keep the faith but we bought keep the faith for the slow jams there's a slow jam on there called caramel kisses that is for another day and another playlist another playlist there are two songs on this album one is called life might pass you by that is just uh if you're going through it that song right there will have you crying all the way to your destination, drying your eyes in the parking lot and sticking your chest out like a big girl when you get there. And then keep the faith. She's telling you that there are going to be struggles, but if we make it through the night, again, this song is borderline church. She's basically saying, keep the faith and let the Lord fight your battles. And, but she's telling you there's going to be struggles. It's, that song, the way she lays it out, um, even with the, the fake thunder in the song, is everything. It's something unexpected, especially from Faith Evans at that time. At that time, more than now. And now we know she's got sense and we know she's a deep thinker, even though she's married to Stevie J. But that's another conversation for another day. Sorry. Another day. Sorry. Yes. I, if I could go back and erase that, I would. But all, <laughs> I said all that to say this. Keep the Faith by Faith Evans will... Um, It'll show you another side of faith. It, it also highlights her beautiful voice. You know, people who question her voice and, you know, hold up other singers above her. This song will un- make you understand why she belongs in those conversations about R- R&B divas. The last one I want to add, because you said I could do three, is um, Mesa. This is uh, Mesa Leaks has a song called Can We Change the World? This is on her second album after she leaves Incognito or her first, first, album. Her first album, right? Well, uh, so I've said this about a lot of them, but Mesa's first and second albums, I played on repeat. And to me, they're one big album to the point where when I was trying to find this song because I was having a day, you know, these, these COVID slash protests, Black Lives Matter days are just one long, moment of um, self-reflection and I was looking for this Mesa song I mean looking for it so I did I listened to all her music all the time but she really spells out um, if you and I were truly free what a wonderful world this would be Um, she really she says fair play is no longer fair Um, she's really again and this album is how old if this is her first album 
This is, uh, I know. It's got to be mid-90s? It's got to be, be mid-90s. No, late 90s, early 2000s, possibly. But it's okay. old enough, and I should know all this before I, we decide to sit up here and podcast away. I mean, we do got Google. <laughs> what's, what's my excuse? My excuse is I'm in my feels. And this song helps me get through what we're all collectively feeling right now. Um, and just feeling like we don't have the answers to change the world. And those are my three that are on this playlist. Uh, all of them are awesome choices. And of course, I mean, when you think about Faith Evans, it took me, I don't know, like a few years that she was out before I realized that she patterned her vocals in a way after Karen Clark Shears. She'll tell the you great, that. Mm-hmm. The great Karen Clark Shears. Yeah. Um, and once I realized that and sort of put it together, like it all made sense, even her gospel songs, even that that flavor that she had, I didn't know what I was hearing until, um, yeah, I put that together. I'm a witness. Um, uh, in addition to the songs that Lisa highlighted, I wanted to draw your attention to three other really powerful songs, but kind of a, along a different um, take. Um, the first is uh, a Gil Scott Heron song called A Toast to the People. Um, and it was recorded by Black and Blues, which was his college group, with someone named Brian Jackson that was eventually put on Pieces of a Man from 1971. And I actually learned about this song from another podcast called Another Round, which was done by BuzzFeed, and the podcast is now defunct, um, but it's still available to listen to. And they shared this song during another moment like this. Um, And I don't recall the name of the person who was killed, which makes me sad. Um, But the Mm. song never fails to make me well up with tears. Mm. It's, It's this sorrowful celebration of people who were crushed under the weight of something um, that they were fighting against, but they just weren't able um, to prevail. Um, And so um, it feels very familiar. It's a very much like we've been this way before. Many times. Um, Yeah. Um, And so to hear this song, it makes you teary because you're like, oh my God, you know, we've been dealing with this for how long? Um, and for another flavor, there's a beautiful live version of this song with Brian Jackson and the great Gregory Porter mm-hmm. that's on YouTube. And so I'll be sure to um, link to it in our blog post uh, that goes with the episode and the playlist. Um, and then the second song is um, We the People Who Are Darker Than Blue by Curtis Mayfield from his 1970 <laughs> Curtis album. Um, I think this was his first album after leaving The Impressions, which is so weird, The Impressions and Incognito. But anyway. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, and it was two years before the the classic and iconic Superfly soundtrack. Um, and what I love about this song is it's so majestic and cinematic. I really love cinematic songs where you feel like, you know, um, you can just see it happening on screen um, and it takes you through all of these sort of journeys. Um, there's a prevailing trumpet that gives you kind of a blues feel that lets you know that ultimately there's a sadness underpinning this song but we go from from sort of an orchestral kind of opening to the blues to psychedelic go-go to, um, to Curtis rapping 
I believe, or an early form of rap. Um, and so by the time it's over, we are in full movie uh, theme music mode. Um, but it brings us then back to like this slow drag of sadness. Um, and during the course of this whole song, he, he addresses racism, he addresses intra-community colorism, even coalitions between people of color. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, of course we love the play on words or the, pray, the mm-hmm. turn of the phrase, you know, we the people who are darker, darker than, than blue. blue. Um, darker than blue, not only uh, skin tone wise, but also um, just blue in our soul from just our experience in this country. Um, and so the last song that I wanted to draw your attention to, and I'm cheating. I'm <laughs> not you know you. up front. You know not I am you. cheating. You're this, the good cousin. <laughs> this is a cheat. Okay, so it's two songs, um, and their songs are Fists of Fury and a remake of Ooh Child, both by my new favorite jazz musician, Kamasi Washington. And they're from two projects that he released in June 2018. One was called The Choice and the other was called Heaven on Earth. And I just really dig his his whole Afro-futuristic sensibilities. Um, it's very anime meets soul. Yes, very much so. Like anime meets soul meets Octavia Butler. Yeah. Like it's all of that. Yeah. Um, but again, I think what I love about these songs are just the very cinematic, lush, big nature of them. But the other thing that I really like about them and the reason why I put them on this list is they they kind of perfectly articulate the sometimes competing feelings that I have living as a Black woman in America. It's like most of the time I want to hold out for that someday when the world is much brighter. And then there are other days like here recently where I want to like throw you know somebody exactly (laughs) where I want to like release this of fury like you know catch these hands and I think that any people who have gone through any kind of a struggle any kind of um, a battle for equality uh, for justice have those two warring things inside of them. Yes. The part that's hopeful, the part that is looking towards a brighter day, and the part that is angry and wants to lash out in that anger. Yeah. And so, um, and then of course, on Fists of Fury, any song named after a Bruce Lee movie automatically gets a listen, hands down, period, point blank. How can you not? I do love also the way, is that Jill? Who's the vocalist on that? Is that Jill? I don't think so. But she's giving so. it to you. She the, yeah. that the depth of her voice. Yeah. She's it's really I love the way that strong soulful voice is juxtaposed over a futuristic jazz but named after a Bruce Lee movie. Like everything about him is very cerebral and nerdy and it speaks to our inner nerd in so many ways. But it is a protest song. It is a truth is I'm tired song like when you really listen to it I love all of these selections and what I do want to say the fun fact about this list is the songs come in like chunks of genres what I wanted to share that I just discovered while you were talking is that Mesa did come out in 95 and another song that came out in 95 is the song that that I'm going to talk about later like there's just it was like the mid 90s I'm going to say it out loud after the Rodney King incident 
Um, and then, of course, it was the 60s. We could have put Gil Scott and Stevie Wonder on here and just called it a, a playlist. But this playlist was really an afterthought. I think we were just collecting music for ourselves. Um, right. That's why it's so diverse. That's why it seems like it doesn't have a rhyme or reason. But if you really listen to the songs, you will experience like the undercurrent of things haven't changed. Um, in fact, what the old lady say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. But the musicians desire to convey that very same message. There's also a strong religious component, which I mentioned earlier. There's something about, and this is what's so cool about us as a people, understanding that there's a higher power. We have, a, we have, you know, we have a sixth man on our bench at all times. <laughs> and um, I feel yes. like with all of these, you know, it's, the Curtis Mayfield song especially I've been listening to this playlist for a week straight just on repeat and I love how each of them tries to discuss our humanity express our frustration and bring us a calm confidence that there is a brighter side In addition to our standout songs, here's some other gems and jams that we want you to give a listen to. So I am a huge fan of the Dungeon Family and that Goody Mob song is my whole entire life. That, that album was everything, but this one in particular, Free, it really shows you um, how woke that group was which they are and continue to be how ahead of the times they were and how as a southern group they paid homage to that particular style of singing if you've never heard free by goody mob before ever or you forgot about it or you only listened to cell therapy and the hits go back and listen to free and i just need you to know that back in those days i played that so much i wore it out because of the lyrics and because of the vocals on it. Um, CeeLo shows you why he wasn't just a flash in the pan. Um, and uh, around that time, there's just their whole collective, their whole vibe was like that. There are so many songs on the Outkast albums back to back to back that I couldn't pick a single one because to me when you listen to Aquimini and ATLian specifically there's some poetic breakdowns where they uh, explain some stuff to you and they show you that vibe but Free by Goody Mob is a must listen to if you've never heard it before it will cause you to deep dive back into those early dungeon days um, and in that same vein, I'm going to go ahead and talk about that Erica Badu song there, which is AD 2000. Badu back oh, then. Love that song. Well, everything on that album is good. She's pregnant when she's, this is off Mama's Gun. And I think Orange Moon is on there and some other things. But this song particular, she's just letting you know, you won't be naming no buildings after me. It's just a way of a feeling that I think I align with what's going on with the different monuments and statues all over the country. Um, as someone who lived in the South for a considerable amount of time, watching the um, 
statues and monuments go down is a is a big deal but she says this world done changed since i've been conscious which means the world's really the same but once you open up open up your third eye son open up your third eye once (laughs) your eyes are open to what's going on you can't go back um and let me just add one last one which I begged you to put on this playlist because I was every bit of 12 years old when Aunt Jenny bought me Hotter Than July. It was a birthday gift. And Stevie, we could have done a whole playlist on Stevie play protest songs, and we might still. Yes. You know, we're young. But um, I remember skipping Cash in Your Face all the time. I, I remember that I loved Master Blaster Jamming. I loved... Um, Rocket love and all I do, but I remember skipping cash in your face because I didn't understand it. Now, when I listen to the words and, you know, he's singing to himself and he's singing us in two different voices and he's showing you how simple systematic oppression is when you can't get a job and you can't get a place to live because those were the pre-internet days where you could look in the newspaper and you could apply for something and then when you got there you can't cash in your face i did not understand it then girl i overstand and those are my gems and jams what about you taya um oh i love all of those choices i really love the erica badu song yeah Um, it's something so like poignant about it. And I always think about like our fits and starts of um, sort of progress. You know, it makes me think of, honestly, it makes me think of all of the places um, in urban centers that have an MLK Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris Rock makes this great joke mm-hmm. about, you know, MLK stood for nonviolence, but if you go to any city, and you go to MLK Boulevard, you can best believe it's going to be some violence on that Yeah, street. but she also says the buildings will go down dilapidated. Like, there's something mm-hmm. about saying that when you put something... When you do, there's a... Streets in D.C., n- nan- Nanny Burroughs, there's there are buildings named after our civil rights leaders, and they are dilapidated. You know, when, yeah. you, when you go to... A, except out here, Martin Luther King High School out here is a whole different thing. But when you go to a John F. Kennedy or Dwight D. Eisenhower school, as opposed to... Um, in fact, I watched a documentary on the schools in Detroit, which are closing so fast you can't even... But there's one named Horace Mann. Horace Mann is the father of modern public education. And Horace Mann High School in Detroit, Michigan, is closed and dilapidated. And that's the part that I think really make gives me the chills. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful, um, really poignant song. Um, I also added um, two really sweet and haunting, also poignant songs, um, kind of a little bit different than the cinematic uh, songs that I, that were really my standouts. One is by Jill Scott called "My Petition," um, and she's outlining her grievance. Um, really sweetly and simply mm-hmm. uh, to a country that she wants to love. Um, and then the other, uh, speaking of Stevie, yet again, the other <laughs> is a Grammy winning Grammy winning remake of a Stevie classic called Jesus Children of America from Robert Glasper's Black Radio Project. And it features Layla Hathaway um, and Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, Theo from the show that we all grew up watching. Theo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and and both of them are are beautiful, um, melodic, um, and yet so, so like piercingly um, sad. Um, and yet, you know, again, beautiful. 
um, there's there's a beauty in the sadness. Um, so definitely check out all of those tunes as well. What I want to add about that Jill Scott song is the first time you hear it, it sounds like a woman talking to her lover who's not it treating does. her right. What I what this song resonated for me the first time I ever heard it was it sounded like, and I always say this as a woman of color, we're in an abusive relationship with America. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like when I first heard Jill do that song, which I know was originally a, a, a poem, you know, Jill is quite the, you know, quite the poet. But I love in my petition that if you listened, and that's what I think we all want people to understand that if you listen to us like a partner, like you wouldn't treat your dog like America treats black folks. And in my petition, you know, she's saying it like, baby, you made me some promises. You said we were gonna do this and do that, you know, but you've, you've, been, you've been beating me. You know, it really does sound like a, an abused woman or man, an abused partner talking to their, their spouse. And that's how I feel about that song. That was my gut when I first heard it way back when. And I think that's by design. I mean, she's mm-hmm. she's a skilled poet. Yes, yeah, she is. Wordsmith. Um, yeah. yeah, wordsmith. And so I think that's exactly what she was trying to mm-hmm. evoke because I think for, for folks who are maybe outside of our community who maybe are having a hard time getting in touch with what it's about, I think almost putting it in the context of something that everyone can understand yeah. maybe helps to um, to speak, to help mm-hmm. people to connect and really understand how they um, feel because literally everyone has been done wrong. Yes, yes. <laughs> in a relationship. Yes. Everyone has given more than they've gotten. Right. Um, and she, you know, the, the way she harkens back to the words of the national anthem, oh, say, can you see? Mm-hmm. Yes, which is also a play on a terrible joke, by the way. But I'm not going to put that here because please don't, because we're not. trying to be serious. No, all I'm right. not. And I really want to talk about the hopeful nature of this playlist. It's not all melancholy and um, hangdog, as my best friend likes to say. If there are hopeful songs on here, there are party songs on here, the Isley song, which we don't address. But there's some upbeat, up tempo, and there's some some get you in your feelings and then there's some jazzy melodic you know songs so what our hope for this playlist is this you know how when you go to the gym and you make a playlist for a workout well (laughs) how you used to go to the gym and make a playlist for a workout (laughs) this moment that we're in in america is we're approaching a turn in a marathon and i feel like this playlist is a good marathon playlist it has a slow build It brings you to a nice trot and ultimately, excuse me, to a sprint. And that's our hope that you will play this playlist. Yeah, I I mean, it's definitely, it runs the gamut. We even have some reggae on this list. Um, We've got, you know, just things that, that run the spectrum kind of of our experience, of our musical taste, of genres, of eras. Um, and I named the playlist, we will slash, will we be okay? Because I think whenever we're in a moment, like the one that we're in, there's always that unasked question. Will we survive this? Will we get better? Is this the thing that will finally change things? And I think our current moment is no different. So there is faith. And then there's also wondering, um, you know, we're definitely in a, I believe, help thou my unbelief kind of moment. 
um, in our country. And so I'm hoping um, that this playlist will help all of us who are struggling um, to feel what we feel and, and then keep going. Because, you know, as you so aptly put, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. This is a long haul journey. Um, and we would we would be remiss if we if we viewed it as anything other than that. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Our playlist is exclusively on Spotify, but there's a space between the letter B and the word sides. <laughs> it's between the B and the S. So it's B space sides and deep dives in the search bar. Once you find us, follow us. It's free. And that way you can listen to our songs and even let us know your thoughts. You'll also be notified when we update did I mention that Spotify is free? So tell us what you think on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are B-Sides and Deep Dives across all platforms. And don't forget to check out the other lists that we've posted and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. And we'll, and see, we'll see you, you on, on the B-Side.